Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Real with Juan Martinez. And Stephanie Ray. And guess who's with us in the house today? Who is this? Pastor Todd. Pastor Todd. Come on, man. It's always good to have a conversation. Well, now he's all the way back. You know he came as a guest, and now he he passed the shit right now. Hey, after one show, I mean, he's (laughs) just here. What's the new introduction, Pastor Todd? (laughs) Hey, I'm here. I'm in the house. He is in the house, man. I'm feeling it. He got the That's Crazy, No, That's God shirt. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's just a great reminder. Um, But, you know, thank you so much for everybody who's been writing us letters. Um, you know, that's super encouraging when I r- get to read letters and people that are like, man, we're grateful for your yeah. show coming on every week. It's kind of like you become like the TV show. I guess yeah. in the cells, you yeah. become mm-hmm. like the can't yeah. wait till Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're really grateful for that. All the guests we've been having. All the love and support incredible. from everyone and all the different people we've been able to encounter and, you know, interview and kind of talk with yeah. and get to know a little bit more. And like Pastor Juan said, you know, everyone who's writing us and sharing their stories, their testimonies, you know, what they've been getting out of it we just super enjoy it yeah and you know I, i'm excited you know i'm gonna leak it you know because you know <laughs> I, I haven't even signed the thing yet but yeah you know we're actually launching uh, a get wrap a new website um it's just gonna be it's gonna be unbelievable Phenomenal. this thing's gonna be like yeah. on steroids so level. yeah mm-hmm. and so you're gonna yeah. now be able to hear like right now we're in a uh, uh dallas uh from nine to ten mm-hmm. uh we're in austin on 106.7 uh, from three to four on Sundays, mm-hmm. uh, Get Rap Church also services uh, Pastor Todd. I don't know if you knew this, but on Sunday mornings from nine right. to ten, uh, Get Rap Church is goes through the radio in Austin as well. Wow! wow. And then a hundred point seven FM right here in Houston. In Houston, yeah. Uh, so we're in a lot of places. But the cool thing about the website is it's also going to have a tab where it's going to ha- be radio friendly. You're going to be able to hear it from anywhere right. around the world. Mm-hmm. We'll probably have. Uh, better recording you know you're gonna be able to see it live it's just gonna be dope and so i'm excited about that obviously um we're going back into the prisons uh got a whole lot of plans there so big shout out to all the guys who are you know because some people are incarcerated in their cars but they're incarcerated but some people are (laughs) incarcerated beyond bars Mm -hmm. and so big shout out to them as well and just just so much we're going to be going in there um it's just going to be this is to me is going to be an incredible year Uh, um even though 2020 had a lot of sorrows uh, depends where you're looking at it yeah. from. Yeah. I still see it as an incredible year because, you know, we're alive, man. We're still going. We're still moving. We're in 51 prisons uh, on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, so that's, that's to me, is like we couldn't do that uh, without Corona because you can only go to one at a time. But through the mm-hmm. radio, we can hit so many places. So thank you to all who has also partnered with us. Yes. You know, we, we, we're all of these places, but you know these places cost finances. Yeah. So yeah. everybody who partners with us to stay on the radio, book launch, right? Yeah. So that's been cool. Been book is out, yeah, Beyond man. the Absolutely Yellow incredible. Brick Road. Mm-hmm. And we've been four weeks, I think, I don't know now, I haven't checked, but four weeks number one. And it's Amazon's not even... Amazon's newest release. Yeah, I, I, it's not even that I look at it as talk like the whole, you know, like the way I probably would have before I got saved. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we number one, we yeah, out yeah. here, you yeah. know, like... <laughs> I, I love the fact, you know, I was always telling the staff and everybody, like, I love the fact that that we could have a book like that because I came from prison and I came from nothing. Mm-hmm. And all, I had a Bible in my hand, you know, and the Word of God put this book in number one mm-hmm. to reach people who are incarcerated, not just behind bars, but those who have put bars amongst their own thinking mm-hmm. and the goal is to set the captives free and right. you know the cool part is that every book that has been sold we've been giving a book away mm-hmm. so right now we've covered uh three drug men homes 
one woman's home, uh, Carol Vance unit, yeah. uh, Polunsky unit, yeah. which is with mm -hmm. Death Row and all that. We've, mm -hmm. we've covered those two. And right now, I believe we're going to do uh, Beto more. unit yeah. um, and Heels uh, to Halos. And so we have this long list. I believe the number is 124,115 books. So not only are you buying a book, which I believe, you know, you'll hear a little bit uh, from us talking about it today, but also somebody else gets to be set free. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, sometimes you read a book and you mm -hmm. give it to somebody. Mm -hmm. But we're putting books in hands. Like when Heels to Halos go out, we're about to put some books in her hands. And when she go out, she's going to be able to go in a strip club and hand somebody a book mm -hmm. that they probably wouldn't have bought or maybe right. would have, but maybe mm -hmm. wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. right. And they might open up the pages mm -hmm. and hi it hit them mm -hmm. where it needs to hit them. You, yeah. took, a, you took a service to them. Yeah. Because they, they're not going to step inside of Get Rap Church as a, mm -hmm. as a building. Sure, sure, but sure. But you sure. actually took Get Rap to, to them, them. Through, yeah. through this book. Yeah. 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 That's so so I'm, I'm, that's what I'm looking forward yeah. to. Yeah. Because I believe, like, I've always prayed since I've gotten saved. And, I, you know, Superman had an S in his chest. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, didn't, I feel like that was a symbol of hope. They said that the S was a symbol of hope on the earth, if you, you know, uh -huh. when you watch Superman. Mm -hmm. I feel like for a guy like myself, or really anybody who has overcome by the blood of the lamb and gets to share their testimony by his word and his mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, we become a testament not that just i wrote a book but that you can too yeah, yeah. you know that hey if this if we're doing it then you can too the bible says the testimony of jesus is a spirit of prophecy mm -hmm. yeah so whenever i testify about how great god is it's prophecy it's a prophetic word to mm -hmm. the person who receives it that the same God that did it for Pastor Warren can do it for me. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah, because I remember reading your book, yeah. you know, yeah. and, wow. and I'm like, hey, wow. you know, so it, it's interesting wow. how, man, maybe one day, yeah. you yeah. know, that yeah. was yeah. the thought when yeah. I read yeah. I was like, man, I yeah. think I told you in school, then like, yeah. yo, this is good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, I got excited about it, and you have the maybe one day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then the one day comes where you either make the choice that you can or you won't, you know, mm -hmm. but, but the reality is that we all can. And then God does exceeding abundantly above because he Ooh. takes your book. Yeah. My book was just sold out of the back of my car. Now yours being sold on Amazon. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? Yes, it's sir. reaching. And so the next person, the person that's in prison or behind jail, when he comes out or even from inside of jail, Fact. he begins yeah. to write, write Yes. And Amazon takes it to the next level. And so yes. we, we always believe for yes. greater and greater. And we keep growing because the reality is that now I challenge you mm -hmm. on your mm -hmm. next book, you know, yeah. and we yeah. keep growing from mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. And then Stephanie's writing her cookbook mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff <laughs> with some scriptures in it. Yeah. Come on, now you can eat. Yeah. And then we do, we do the show with a taste test. I'll, I'll be <laughs> Uh, man, so, you yeah. know, That's we just awesome. kind of wanted to dialogue yeah. today, um, mm -hmm. just have a, a good conversation, talk about the book a little bit, being the fact that, um, you know, we're going into a new year. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm always telling folks like, hey, you know, some folks should be yelling happy same year mm -hmm. because yeah. they stay on the same road. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. if I go 45 north, I'm going to wind up in the same places all mm -hmm. the time. Like, I could wish. I'd wind up somewhere else, but that's wishful thinking because that road always takes you there. Mm -hmm. And the thing with Beyond the Yellow Brick Road was that I want, the reason it's Beyond the Yellow Brick Road mm -hmm. is because if we, it's not enough to just have the promises of God. I mean, you could have the promises of God all day. 45 could be right there. The point is, are you going to jump on that road yeah. and go in the direction that you feel you need to go? Mm -hmm. And I feel like in Christianity, uh, I feel like there's like so many people who know 
there's these promises. But it's beyond the promises mm -hmm. because you have to walk them out mm -hmm. yeah. in order for you to truly see mm -hmm. or gain wisdom, right? Because you can get head knowledge all day long. But until you walk it out, until you drive, mm -hmm. you can know about having a license in the car. But it's to no avail until you get behind the seat and you literally drive the car so that you can have the wisdom of what was explained to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you, you get well, saying? the promises of God always have an if-then statement in them. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you do this, then you will have this. Deuteronomy says, if you follow all these laws and decrees I give you this day, then the blessings will overtake you. Yeah. It's not until you follow the decrees that the mm -hmm. blessings overtake you. Yeah, and a lot good. of yeah. us are claiming, are claiming um, uh, uh, promises that we don't have access to because we just won't be obedient. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so good. Man. And I, I love because you know, like you said, it's the it's beyond the yellow brick road. But you had to go through that journey. You had to go because that's kind of what the main thing I feel like is of the book is that there's gonna be storms. It wasn't just a yeah. skip down the yellow brick road. Yeah, yeah. We see that and we think of you know Dorothy and we we see her skipping down, but no, there was like numerous numerous storms right yeah. so those promises that what pastor talking about if then all of that that's they're so there good. for you so good. but you're gonna face some things and that's okay because we're we already know the answer in the end right mm -hmm. we know that we have the power we know that we have these promises through god mm -hmm. and he's gonna and through each other like you were talking about growing together we're gonna face these storms we're gonna overcome them we're gonna build each other up and then we're gonna get to the promises that god has for us you that's, know that's good you know and and it's i was thinking when you were talking right now because mm -hmm. you went through a phase where, uh, I guess uh, this would be safe to say, like motion, going through the motions Christianity mm -hmm. and like literally op your eyes open and going, I'm going to walk this out, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It, wasn't for, that in your life? For me, it was kind of like because I was raised in church and, you know, I always had a, a believers as parents, you know, in my yeah. household. So you knew the lingo, that you was, knew the yeah, songs. Yeah, and it was normal. And, you know, for the most part, I, you know, I read my word and, you know, I listened to the sermons and, you know, took notes and all of that. But, you know, as the storms of life came to me, I feel like at an older age, you know, from adolescence to like young adult, um, that's to where I feel like I didn't because I was in that bubble yeah. of Christianity. I didn't um, say that I, I, I can't say that I was kind of like equipped to face those things. Right. Mm. I didn't take what I was taught and make that into a practical. Yeah, you sense. didn't apply it. Right. I didn't apply you, you it. You knew it so, in your head. So when it came time to apply to it, I didn't apply it correctly. So, right. So what you're talking about is I was I was in the middle. I was lukewarm. Exactly what God says is that, you know, either hot or cold, if you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out. Wow. And that was the one thing that hit me, you know, like rededicating my life to Christ was that, whoa, you know what, that that path, you cannot be in you know one foot in and one foot out you um, have yeah. to be directly you know in connection with god in your relationship i'm reminded about when when jesus led the disciples and he was in the boat many mm. times we can miss um maturing in our faith because because of the people that we're connected to often stopping storms in our lives mm, that's good and and i grew up just having a having a father who was a pastor Mm -hmm. For forty years, and mom. so you were a P. I didn't know yeah, you was a PK. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, all my all, all my life, you knew you knew all the right lingo and the things to say and things to do, but often your father's and your mother's faith often protected you from a lot of storms yeah. that that, mm -hmm. that you normally would have been in. And it's not until mm -hmm. they kick you out of the boat, um, Jonah, that you get swallowed up by situations mm -hmm. yeah. and you're forced to deal with certain things. Mm -hmm. And so we got to be careful that we don't we don't live through other people's faith 
and and miss the maturity that comes from the storms that we have. Yes. Yeah. That's why this this that was so powerful to me in in your book when you were when it uh, chapter 3 was talking about God uses storms to uh to get your attention. There's often maturity that just comes through just being out there. Yeah. You know, being in it until you face it and until you come through it, you don't really know God like you knew it until you come through it. To me, that's the right. cool thing about this book is because even though you share your background of like, you know, you weren't a writer, you know, drug dealer, all this thing mm-hmm. in the past, um, you're very good like, at, <laughs> you're very good at um, being able to speak to every person, every yeah. kind of person, mm-hmm. should I say, right? Mm-hmm. And so when Pastor Todd's talking about maturity, you know, in, in the book, you share about the storm that came in your life, right? Yeah. The actual physical storm of Harvey. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That yeah. actually came. Yeah. And you're a mature believer, a senior pastor <laughs> of a church. And even in that sense, when that physical storm came into your life, your maturity level grew. Sure. Right? And, you know, it's interesting because here I am pastoring, you know, I, I feel like the overall essence of my life Mm -hmm. i feel like i try to have you know okay in finances stewardship you know a good you know just a good good Mm -hmm. thing you know and uh the first you know when you get put in a situation where i only i come from up north so big cities like you know you're gonna see snowfalls and stuff like that and blizzards and really cold but i never thought to see myself in a boat with a backpack Mm -hmm what I would call losing everything or Mm -hmm. most would. But until you're in that situation, Mm -hmm. think about what comes out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. Man, and I'm talking to the Mm -hmm. creator. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, uh, you know, he didn't skip a beat. He knows what's happening. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling him, man, God, now I'll preach sermons to say, Mm -hmm. God is everything. You know, Mm -hmm. God is almighty, all power, right? But in the midst of me looking at a circumstance, I begin to think, Man, God, I'm going to lose everything. Yeah. So I'm telling the, the, the father who creates everything and is everything, right. I'm going to lose everything. Mm-hmm. But it took for me to be in the boat with a backpack mm-hmm. for him to really say to me, because I said, man, God, I'm going to lose everything. And he's like, you are? As simple as a you are for me to go, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I I have everything. <laughs> Is that not the story, though, of the Bible? Mm-hmm. Because when you look, when you look at at uh, at the Hebrews, God told them that I am your very reward. I am your reward, mm-hmm. your present reward. Mm-hmm. And many times we look at our reward or, or everything as what we have on our backs, the houses that we have, yeah. the and tangible God's, what yeah. we see. And yeah. God says, "I'm your everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm your everything." You you get so caught up. And you think I can't, I made the world. You think I can't sustain a house? Yes. You think I can't sustain a job? Yes. So we have to look to him as a source of everything. Everything that's good and perfect, the Bible says, comes from the Lord. Yes. And so if he takes it from us, the Lord giveth, he taketh away. If he takes it away, then then he must have something better for us on the other side of it. Yes, because there's a different perspective. I guess when you, when, when I think about even in that, that storm that seemed to be catastrophic, I felt like I, I grew in tons. I felt mm-hmm. like God began to speak to me when we, years before that he had told me to move to Conroe, mm-hmm. where I live now, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I, there was another campus, like all this stuff, but I was, uh, uh, I would probably say like maybe nervous or feeling like I wasn't ready. And You God, were secure where you were. God utilized mm-hmm. the storm to uproot me and move me to where 
<laughs> it's almost like, fine, you ain't gonna do it. I'm gonna mm -hmm. make a way where you yeah. don't have to see it mm -hmm. and do it, and you'll know it's me. Mm -hmm. Because eventually after that, somebody came and was like, hey, you know, it just happened right. so like step by step with like somebody just coming up and going, hey, let me move you over here. And mm -hmm. it was like, huh? And then I would wind up, it would set me up for probably the mm -hmm. best thing that's ever happened in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only person in my family, per se, like my immediate family that owns a house. Mm -hmm. I'm the first guy. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, we grew up in apartments, just poverty mindset, just projects, you know, all that. So. The reality is it, the, I felt like God asked me, you know, he asked me a question and he's like, who told you storms were bad? Yeah. Because see, there are two types of people that would walk to the water in Hawaii and, uh, and see the big waves. Mm -hmm. One would say, that's a big wave, I'm not gonna mm -hmm. get in. Another would say, Exciting. perfect, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can grab ride. my surfboard yeah. and I can yeah. jump on that mm -hmm. and have a grand old time. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I'm gonna come once a year, mm -hmm. find me a bigger wave, mm -hmm. yeah. right? They could catch the wave, you know? So wow. I, feel like, I feel like a lot of times, our pr we, we bring natural perspectives into heavenly places mm -hmm. and it does not work. It's mm -hmm. the opposite. It's 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 the wisdom of heaven. It's the perspective and the viewpoint that says, I am bigger than the wave. The wave I created for you. Mm -hmm. We look at it as the wave is bigger than God. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give you something that happened yeah. to me today. Today I was on my on my computer. I have a Mac computer in the office, and, um, woo -woo. and what I realized is I had not downloaded an operating system. <laughs> the proper mm -hmm. operating system Come so on. my camera stopped working mm. and it was not that the camera did not work it just did not work with the old system mm. and many of us when we give our lives to Christ we don't realize yeah. that literally we can we don't work the things that work for us in the world are not going to work with us once yeah. we say I give my life to Christ <laughs> and let me yeah. tell you because right what there. God does is he changes the operating system in you that only reacts to the word of God yeah. and if you try to put in a lie it ain't going to work if you try to put in it, it will take you to a to a where where the camera of your life does not work. But when you start operating in the system of the Word of God, mm -hmm. then it brings you to a place where things begin to work. The storms that you're talking about, you know that I, sometimes like we think we were talking earlier, Pastor Todd, mm -hmm. right? When mm -hmm. somebody comes into Christianity, they think, "Oh, my life's going to be great." You know, mm -hmm. we were sharing the message from Sunday, and you know, nothing's going to happen to us. But those storms, you know, what look like is breaking us kind of like when you see a uh, a glow stick right mm -hmm. you have to break it you or have to glow. shake it mm -hmm. and you have mm -hmm. to let that's how it activates the light so sometimes in life when we do have those storms so good. there's breaking there's agitation but then there's the activation of the light that lets you see what exactly it is that you're Watch going out, to, you know? She's like, wow. The third dimension. You know, I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like, yo, you preaching something. No, <laughs> it's just that's how good. you look at that's it, good. right? Because if I were to take this fluorescent light bulb that's in this room, mm -hmm. and if I were to break that fluorescent light bulb, it's, it's not going to work, work the same because that's not how that really operating good. system works. Mm -hmm. But it Again, actually might you hurt you. Yeah, it'll it'll, it'll definitely hurt, hurt you if you yes. try to take yeah, that know. fluorescent. You know, we're we're in an office space, so it's like those long light bulbs, right? Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. break those, try to shake it. Nah, man, no, you, you gonna hit, yeah, hit and the you know, emergency and, and room. I feel like God took me back to the Book of Genesis, you know, and uh, He actually, I felt like He asked me, Juan, what did you think if you were sitting with me as I opened my mouth and began? to create mm -hmm. 
That was good. That was what do you think it would look like, mm-hmm. right? So you got to imagine uh, tr- the, the ground shaking yeah. and a yeah. tree coming up from the ground. I don't know if, if skies and clouds are flying. Right. Uh, you know, ro- the forget about a wave in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. This thing, I don't know if, <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking floodwaters. We already know what it looked like in Harvey. Could you imagine when rain came? Yeah. And and all of this stuff where the oceans begin to get set and all of these things begin to uh, galaxies. And I don't mm-hmm. know if the moon flew mm-hmm. by, but I mean, because we think that's so big, but God created it. So he is bigger than that. And God said to me, Juan, what do you think would that look like? It probably would look to the natural mind like everything was chaotic, mm-hmm. yeah. but everything that was chaotic in what you would have thought was a storm, I was bringing order to. Mm -hmm. I was literally bringing order by what your natural mindset would have said, oh man, you know, what's going on? Mm -hmm. This is horrible, it's the end of the world. And literally he's like, no, it's actually the beginning. (laughs) It's actually the beginning. And and I'm actually creating right now. Yeah. And, And I'm a firm believer that I think sometimes we try to minimize God from being God to a man and we do not understand that his ways are higher than mm-hmm. our ways and we try to fit him in our little boxes that when we go through something we immediately go to the perspective that that thing is bigger than us not from mm-hmm. the perspective of like uh you telling your son this is what you need to do he gets upset but you know the outcome of mm-hmm. what you're trying to tell him he needs mm-hmm. you get, you're gonna yeah, see yeah, it, yeah. i think like we forget that mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we forget that yeah, we grow yeah. up and we're like now everything that seems difficult either comes from the devil Mm-hmm. Uh, it, everything. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. there's some people that just think everything. You know, the wall's demonic. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. everything's yeah, demonic. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like rebuking everything. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And even yeah. though I do understand that we have to see the lie and all that, I think sometimes we miss it because we try to we try to interpret God through a natural mindset. Let's look yeah. at Genesis one one right now and just, okay. just uh, come on and and really. Uh, to try to piggyback off of that. It says in verse one, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty and darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Mm-hmm. And so simultaneously as darkness and, and discontent and just all this uh, mess was, was going on, yeah. We have to realize that the spirit of God is hovering over those moments. Yeah. Mm. We often forget. We we focus so much on the darkness that we miss that those moments have the have the opportunity yeah. for God to do something that that we've never seen before. Yeah. And even in that, when we go on in, in Genesis one, he begins after everything he does. He says he looks at himself, pats himself on the back, yeah, says good. it's good. And so we have to learn, even in the midst of the storm, when we see moments of God's light and his deliverance and yeah. his, his beauty of, of his character and love in all these storms that we're going through, even the small moments, learning to celebrate that and saying, God, thank you. Mm-hmm. I know I ain't got Fact. all that I want, but I thank you, God, that I didn't, I didn't lose my life right here. Yeah. I, I thank you, God, that when that bullet came by and, and, and I'm up here in this hospital, it could have took me out. You know sure. what I'm saying? Sure. All these different things. And we need to learn to look at the, at the spirit that's hovering over the darkness. <laughs> to bring us out mm-hmm. man and i don't know if you just tuned in you know we're just uh, uh we're talking about uh the latest book uh, beyond the yellow brick road um we're trying to sell 124,115 mm-hmm. books to cover the state of texas yeah. prison we've covered already uh, a couple men's homes three men's homes one woman's home uh 
and the uh, two prisons, yeah. Polunsky and Carol Vance. So, um, and then now we're working on a whole list of other prisons. Yeah, and know that every time that someone purchases this book. So if you've already purchased one and you purchased one for yourself or you purchased one for yeah. a gift for somebody else, regardless of where you purchased it, yeah, you can get all of the books on JuanMartinez.tv yep. or you can look it up Amazon, on Amazon. Noble, both of iTunes, those, all anywhere that. that you can find books, e-readers, um, Kindle, all of that, it's available. Just look up Beyond the Yellow Brick Road by Juan Martinez. Um, but out of, you know, just because of who... God made Pastor Juan and what he stands for and what he believes in out of the kindness of his own heart. Yeah. You purchasing one, maybe that's a sacrifice for you. Maybe you're buying 10 to give to somebody else yeah. out of his own willingness and generosity that God placed on his heart. Every single book that's purchased, one other book is being given to yeah. somebody that's incarcerated yeah, who know. doesn't have the opportunity to purchase it, who can't go online and, and get it mm. themselves. Um, we've actually made connections with all of the prisons and yeah, the prison, we got a really good prison ministry team. in all of Texas. So, uh, you know, because we get, sometimes we get messages saying like, oh, well, my cousin or my brother's in this unit. How, are, how can they get it? We're, we're taking all of that. Yeah. They will get it. We just yep. have to sell 124,115. Yeah, which has went down. I got to actually have the new count, you know, because obviously. That, that's just for Texas. That's yeah. just for Texas. Just yeah. for Texas. Yeah. And so, you know, man, you know, humbled that, you know, I feel like I'm just being obedient to what God mm -hmm. told me to do. I, I probably meet personally, I, well, because of Jesus, I'm doing it. You know, probably me personally, I would just uh, sell the book mm. and get the money. But um, I just I feel like I'm just being obedient because the question also was asked, like, Juan, what do you want to do with this book? And so I'm like, I want to set the captives free, right? Mm -hmm. I, I want to set the incarcerated mind, mm -hmm. not just the guy behind bars, even though what got them there was not the fact. See, a, a lot of times when we go to the prison, um, when they're like caravans, they're on their way out. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell them, you think that getting out through that door is what's going to set yeah. you free. Mm -hmm. But the reality was that before you got incarcerated, you were incarcerated. Because what got everybody in the same place, no matter where you're from, was your thinking. Mm -hmm. You're all in the same unit mm -hmm. because y'all all think the same, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We all wind up mm -hmm. at church because mm -hmm. most of the time we're thinking the mm -hmm. same. Mm -hmm. So uh, you wind up at the same bar because you have a group of friends that yeah. think the same. Yeah. So everything is in the power of our thinking. The amazing part, that when you look at Dorothy um, and you think about her and the storm, mm -hmm. you think that she actually does what almost every single believer does and it's she's struggling with her inner self which because you know uh Annie, you know she's like hey you worry too much you know you don't have enough courage you know mm -hmm. so realistically she just went inside mm -hmm. somewhere else mm -hmm. because her her statement before she goes to oz which mm -hmm. really is just her getting it in the head, in the head yeah. um is her statement is i just want to go somewhere far far away and how many yeah. times us as christians we do that. Yeah. We think, man, you're struggling to something. And you just kind of like, that's where depression comes, right? A lot of yeah. people just, instead of far, far away, is I just want to go sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just kind of yeah. want to go eat. To, to take uh, an excerpt exactly yeah. from your book in chapter six, it says, you know, have you ever been stuck? Stuck in an abusive relationship, stuck in addiction, or some dead end, never changing, unproductive rut? Something that keeps happening over and over again, we call that a stronghold because it's like a prison for your soul. Wrong thought patterns that prevent you from experiencing God's yeah. freedom Fact. and joy, you know? And so in that chapter is one of my favorites really is because you're talking about the lie that got you stuck. And that's what yeah. you're sharing right now is that, that thought process, the pattern, you know, the things that we say, the power of the tongue, you know, really that we have. Because in order for us to walk mm -hmm. and go beyond the promises, you know, that he has... 
we have to believe them, but we also have to speak them out, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. And so that to me was kind of like one of the things that really stuck out to me in, in the book, you know? And another part it says, as you journey further along the road that God has placed before you, leading to all the promises he has in store for you, you must demand that, that the good. anointing of yeah. God be placed on your lips. Go that. for it. Yeah, I was going to make that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, you had, you, you, not only you had the man, but I was, I was thinking about what Sherry and uh, Richard said right. uh, this past, past uh, week, and they were, we were talking about uh, the laziness of a lie. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's, it's easier to just just believe the lie than to make some changes. Sure, yeah. sure. And, and the truth of the matter is, you know, I've, I've heard the Christianese. They were talking mm-hmm. about Christianese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Trust the way the way we we talk in church and we put these words on it. And I, and I started thinking about how many people always use the word generational curse. Mm-hmm. And people would say, "Well, you're under generational God, curse. You're, you're under, opinion. you're under this, this, this. You know, you, you're under this spirit that's making you do this. You, you laid down with that person because, or got a divorce because of this. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think to myself, how Scripture says uh, that cursed is anyone who hangs on a tree. Yeah, we're not under generation. When you become a believer, you're not on a generational curse. Yeah. what you're on is this be- generational behavior." Mm-hmm. Because you did what your daddy did, you're going to get what your daddy got. You did what Fact. your mama did, you're right. going to get what your mama got. And they got. gave you thought patterns. Uh-huh. And, your atmosphere and you believe that lie. Yes. Yeah. You believe that lie. And they spoke and, into you. And, and you started doing you. it. And be, when it began to manifest, you just reinforced in you, oh, I'm under. No, man. Change your behavior. Change. And, and many times when you talk about changing your mind, I, I often, I, I get it from the standpoint of, the the changing you at the root of who you are but i want to encourage people even the bible says let wisdom be the principal thing mm-hmm. yeah wisdom is not understanding two different things right. you in all you do in all you do we we we're obedient to wisdom but we get understanding until you can until you can understand why you do it just take the word do what it says that's wisdom and the more you do it, it you produces a habit. It, it yes. produces a habit, yeah. and that habit produces an outcome, and that outcome produces understanding. understanding. You understand? Yes. That's why yes. the Pharisees, you know, they knew all of the Bible. And same thing now, modern mm-hmm. day atheists, they'll they'll challenge any you know little soft sure. believer, and they'll sure. know way more scripture than you know this regular Sunday goer because. They might read it, but they don't have the understanding, mm. you know, that the Holy Spirit gives us. That's really good. And, you know, I, I don't know. I'm really into that, like mm-hmm. uh, strongholds and thought patterns. And because, you know, a lot of times I'll sit and think, basically, what was I doing that kind of led me? And it's mm. the same concept. You just don't look at it as if it was the devil. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't think it's demonic influence because mm-hmm. you don't really know the Bible or God, at least for me. Right. Mm-hmm. But when I think back, I sat with who I thought was great to learn from and what we would call sit at the table with Jesus. You know, I sat at the table, you know, Jay-Z, Biggie, Tupac, mm-hmm. you know, Al Pacino. And what I set my eyes on, it taught me Gravitated what to. I thought was true mm-hmm. because when I went outside, I saw it. They sang about it and they made a movie about it, it and people lived it. Mm-hmm. So, how can I think that it wasn't? And everyone I hung out with told me this is what a man is. Mm-hmm. This is so I always thought a man was, you know, money in your pocket and the more chicks you had, that was a man. Mm-hmm. But that was the equivalent of what my father was. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I saw. 
So that's what I thought was accurate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even at the point of divorce, I did not understand what was happening, but I thought, you know, that's just what happens, right? Like, he's just moving on. Like, yeah. it, it wasn't what I know now. Mm -hmm. It was, mm -hmm. it was that's just what happens. Because my yeah. friend's mom is single and she got divorced. And <laughs> my man down on the second floor, his mom just got divorced. And this dude's dad's cheating because I just saw him the other day. You know, so it's <laughs> like, it wasn't cheating that's bad. And I think we're getting to a place where we have to also be careful. It's not just, this is, the Bible says that when you know the truth, it actually says when you continue in the truth, because it's a continual mm -hmm. washing of the word. Mm -hmm. So then you continue. So it's not a one-time boom, you're free. It's a continuation, a progressiveness of, mm -hmm. of the salvation of your soul. That which you receive is what Brother James says, yeah. right? So you got to say that is for me. That viewpoint is greater than, mm -hmm. you, than how I think. Even if how I think I feel is my reality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I trust that when I read this word, and if you're not reading your word, yeah. and maybe you just started and you don't get it, you got to get mm -hmm. around someone else who has a viewpoint. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I didn't just, it didn't happen for me. Like, I'm passionate about marriage, but that didn't happen right away. What happened was I decided to put myself in a Bible school where there were some other people who I thought thought a certain way right. that was beneficial for Until me. Until you're exposed to something different, you don't know what to do. Yes. And and so when whenever you, we, we've often sought people to validate our dysfunction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and so when you were growing up, you were listening to Biggie and all that. So yeah, yeah. You, lo you looked around for people to validate that, oh, that dysfunction. Yeah. Yeah. But what happened over... And, the, and it was confirmed. Yes. The way we use it in the mm -hmm. thing, it was confirmed. Because when I said, who shot you? Mm -hmm. Somebody else will finish the song. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. And so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, yo, this is good. <laughs> yeah. This is good. Yeah. We thought it was good. It's yeah. where America's headed right but now. But a lie doesn't matter how, how many people tell it. It's still a lie. Mm -hmm. Fact. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the problem. We think that that uh, the the more people that tell the lie, it often validates the lie. <laughs> that's why we have to find people who have truth in them. Mm -hmm. Who who the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Yes. And so the more we hear it and the more we exposed mm -hmm. to it, then the more we are able to 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 uh, change. Here's something that came up to me about about the book. Uh, yeah, yeah. The book, uh, and and the word talking about lying um tin man when you start talking about the tin, tin man, man okay yeah yeah and how the how the oil, the oil had to had to he was stuck he was yeah. stuck yeah. in his mouth but the question i had when i got through reading reading was at what point did he get stuck because getting rusting is a process mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. process of allowing because as soon as rain hits you it doesn't matter make you rust just like that and you become rusty yeah there has to be a process that you go through slowing down, accepting that lie, meditating on that lie to the place where you, mm. Fact. And, and when Dorothy came to free him, the oil can was right there. So he had access to the oil, but never put it on himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you, and you got to remember also, he didn't really know, like he wanted a, a heart, you mm -hmm. know? He wanted a heart. Mm -hmm. And everything stems from the heart. Yes, yes. Because it says, believe in your heart heart mm -hmm. confess with your, your mouth. mouth the problem we got a lot of confessing without believing yeah. so it, it puts people That's going good. in an opposite direction mm -hmm. 
But when you see him, the first thing he says is he says, oh, I was chopping wood all day. And I don't know if I went, I know there was, because I rewrote it a couple times. Mm -hmm. There was a, a time where I was like, man, this dude was in works. Because mm -hmm. he, he yes. didn't have the heart. He got so busy. He got so busy chopping, mm -hmm. you know, without a heart. You can't do all the God things without believing in your heart. You're not going to see a manifestation of heaven. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you're on the work side of it. You don't really believe. You're just doing because somebody told you to do it and you're doing is, it. Yeah. Is you that know? not the picture of pastors today? <laughs> oh, oh, hey, we, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we'll be right back with uh, <laughs> the tin man. We get so busy mm -hmm. that our marriages fail. We get so busy that we have no relationship with our children. Mm -hmm. We have we get so busy preaching and then we end up falling because we have not applied the oil to our lives. You know, so in, in every area of our life, we haven't applied. We've applied it in the pulpit. But we haven't replied it in our natural lives. Fact. Yeah. And yeah. the thing with that is that I feel like sometimes, and I think Pastor Todd, you've shared about it before, where people are, are living or believers are living uh, from a word that they got five, ten years ago, mm -hmm. right? But, you know, even in the book you share, it says, we grow daily, not in a day. Mm -hmm. Salvation happens in a moment, but it takes a lifetime to manufacture mm -hmm. a saint, right? So... Mm -hmm. It, it it's kind of like that thing to where it's been you know the rust doesn't happen mm -hmm. in one day mm -hmm. um but that well old machine didn't happen just from the one time that they put mm -hmm. oil on it either mm -hmm. right it's a constant everyday thing and so mm -hmm. unfortunately yeah. what you're talking about with pastors yeah. and believers is that maybe you know they did this works and they had it in their heart at one moment mm -hmm. but then they're just recycling that over and over and over again and not kind of like being replenished and refilled every single waking moment by the word like you say washing in the word um because that's whenever you get into that cycle and you're just using dead oil <laughs> yeah fact I, yeah. I, you know I, I i wholeheartedly believe i know as a parent you know I, I had to learn how to be a husband um through like me looking at myself as the bride and jesus being the groom mm -hmm. but i also have learned a lot um, of of fatherhood from God, Him being my father, and uh, that's really how I've picked up on probably what the principles that I know today from parenting, um, because I did not have a father, and everybody around me that were fathers weren't really fathers. Mm -hmm. And when I when I one day I was doing a study on our father, and that our father, the father part, uh, another way of saying that is a birther. Um, so one who mm -hmm. produces the seed that births, but mm -hmm. also as a father, I've learned that my ultimate goal is to mature mm -hmm. my children, mm -hmm. and and that doesn't happen in years. Mm -hmm. it, it can, but it doesn't. It's developed in years, but you, you know you could be thirty five and be ten. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. it's the, that. The matter of fact that when I went and studied with a. Uh, uh, this doctor for neurologist, uh, I think I put him in the book too, when he talked about projected lies, survival lies. Right. Um, uh, Michael Dye, mm -hmm. you know, um, I was thinking that it's crazy how we think that it's, it, everything I believe we go through in life from a father's perspective is he wants to mature us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he said that the moment, something I thought was powerful when it came to drugs, and it could be about everything, anything. Mm -hmm. But he said this, and this is powerful. He said, the, the day you started getting high is the day you stopped maturing. Mm. Or you could put that in any facet, and let me explain what he meant. He said, because when, let's say the first time I tried it, I got high and it wasn't because I had a problem. 
You follow me? Mm-hmm. Um, but it brought comfort. That is the anything that brings comfort that is not the Holy Spirit that's supposed to bring comfort. Sometimes we think comfort is just the equivalent of sitting in a chair with a blanket, and then that's comfort. Comfort is anything you go to when you feel you have a problem that feels like you're sitting in the couch with the, com- with the blanket. Mm-hmm. You follow me? Mm-hmm. So it could be food. Right. It could be sex. It could be mm-hmm. anything you went to. So mm-hmm. in the beginning, what started off as me smoking and trying to join, the feeling I got registered to my brain, ah, the next time, let's say within a month's time or something, the minute me and you got in an argument now and I had a tough day, my brain said, go get that ah. So I mm-hmm. went to the thing that brought me comfort Mm-hmm. Therefore, being the opposite of the comforter. This morning, I had the thought that addiction, addiction is is literally trying to replace God with something that that cannot replace Him. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Mm-hmm. Addiction is nothing more than the numbing thing you use. Mm-hmm to bring what we would call in Christianity peace, mm-hmm. joy. Mm-hmm. It's the counterfeit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so uh, some people are like, well, I've never gotten high, yeah. but they're overweight. Yeah. So was, like whenever they had a, that, I broke up know? with you, I'm going to go eat mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. That's the equivalent of somebody that smokes crack. Yeah. Even though you, because we compartmentalize, we go, well, that's not as bad. Mm-hmm. It's just as bad. They're dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's committing suicide, just not momentarily, a bit slowly. slowly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yep. You were going to say no, something? No, I was just going to speak on that because, you know, coming from someone who didn't have what people think of when they hear addiction, right? Mm. Um, it's like what you were saying. It's still something that replaces the time with God, whether it's social media, whether it's relationships, whether it's food, Mm. whether it's shopping, whether Mm. it's car stuff, you know what I mean? Like there's all sorts of things that can try to take that place. And like we were talking about earlier that the enemy is just gonna just casually, slowly take away that time that you have with the Lord and just allow you to drift away into what, what he feels is further and further and further away from God, right? Because it's just a slow process just like it takes day by day to mm-hmm. avoid that resting. It's a slow process of day by day. Well, you know, maybe I'm not going to uh, read my word today. Maybe I'm not going to go to mm-hmm. church this Whoa, week. Maybe the I'm drift. Gonna, now you know, you're, yeah, now yeah, you're yeah, all yeah. up in my message. You <laughs> know, yeah, I, feel yeah. like, I feel like, you know, and I was telling you the other day, Pastor Todd, that I felt like the Lord placed in my heart. Uh, I don't know if it's going to come out Sunday or not, but he's placed in my heart that many people are drifting. Mm-hmm. And the way he showed me this was if the enemy can get you to see, I'm, you know, I'm good, right? Like, like sometimes I've, I've uh, I don't know if you've ever, but you counsel people and like, like you tell them to do some work mm-hmm. and they stop because they're not arguing no more, mm-hmm. but they've learned how to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there's still a problem, but they think I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Or uh, now nah, I got a couple checks coming in. So they think I'm good good or mm-hmm. you, you're gonna say in that mentality mm-hmm. of i think the enemy is trying to take everything that's good in god you mm-hmm. follow me mm-hmm. so when when god says it's good when he said in the beginning and it was good it comes from the word tav which mm-hmm. means in its place mm-hmm. and yeah. doing what it's supposed to mm-hmm. be doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from the direct manufacturer Most you definitely. are doing mm-hmm. okay so if it's not and you call it good it's not good. It actually comes from the word raw, mm-hmm. which means not in its place and not doing mm-hmm. it. So that mm-hmm. is bad. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So when we look at it from that terminology, you got to start thinking that a lot of times I believe that the trick of the enemy, especially during these times, is to get you. See, 
You know what? I, and this I'm going to talk a little bit about on Sunday. But this is something that I've been thinking about. So you ever hear a person and they go, man, you know what? God just spoke to me. And, you know, he, they're crying. And they're like, I'm going to serve. And right. I'm going to, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, things get tweaked out a little bit or something gets good. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the job doesn't allow it or whatever. And, and all of a sudden, they give you that call back. Mm-hmm. And then they tell you. You know, um, I, I just, you know, I've changed. It's almost like God's bipolar. Like, yeah. like, like God's, God's, God's bipolar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for me, um, when I think about my life, when that's happened to me too, but I didn't fall for it. And what I mean by that is that I continue to trust even though I did not have the means or I did not have the team or I did not have it, – it was a continual – God told it'd be the equivalent of God tells me I'm going to be a lawyer, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to be a lawyer, and I know I'm I have a little bit of a, a mouth, so I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to be a lawyer. So I go get me a tie at the thrift store, and now all of a sudden something happens, and now I have a choice to still believe I'm going to be a lawyer or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if the enemy can get me to say, well, you do that later and move me way out mm-hmm. there where he has drifted me into the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. yeah. and law just seems, well, I just can't do that anymore. You have missed what God had for you because you have moved on external circumstances yeah. rather yeah. than the faith of the word that God gave you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might look different. You know, right now we have this, I feel like we got the A team right now. Mm-hmm. We got like yeah. the dream team, you know, mm-hmm. I, get right. I feel like right now mm-hmm. it's, he's setting it up for success. It might not look like what you thought, but it's still in the direction of knowing that what you, and yeah. he can bring that thing full circle because mm-hmm. that's God. Yeah, yeah, you're with me? Yeah, all yeah. of a sudden, you're like, man, how that, what happened? Yeah. You said that in the book. You said, don't miss out on a blessing because it isn't packaged the way you thought it should be. Oh, that's my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if the enemy can get you to look at, what I've learned of God is that when a lot of times the enemy will get you to look at something and say, that's insignificant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I've learned from God is that if I want to hide something, I put it in something insignificant. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because mm-hmm. the enemy's trying to get you to go. The world tells you, man, that's, that's whack. Mm-hmm. D- don't do that. You're going to go all them days. You're going to go to church. You're going to do all the stuff. You're going to mm-hmm. serve. You're going you're gonna to tithe. This is your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You see all these things. And if you think about scripture and you think about everything God has done, he's, he, hid the, he fed the crowd with a little boy yeah. who probably everybody overlooked because he was probably little. Mm-hmm. And then he had a little brown paper bag. And why would you look at a brown paper bag? To do the work that would be the impossible exactly. because it's insignificant mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. seems like nothing and if i was god i'd do the same thing because at the selfish side and the fleshy side is never going to want to look at something insignificant mm-hmm. it's looking at shiny things mm-hmm. and how big it is and how much fame and, and power you, you no know, you just said something you know what i'm gonna challenge something the devil the devil will hide stuff but but look at what proverbs 25 and 2 says what does it say it says it is the glory of God to conceal, conceal a matter. matter. To search out that. a matter is the glory of kings. Mm-hmm. And so and so the reality is we think that when God places or when something is placed in an insignificant place, that sometimes that may be the devil trying to hide it, but it might be God trying to say, Do you love do you do you trust me enough and are you tenacious enough in your faith to go after something and know and trust me to go go after it that it's that it will be everything you need it to be when you get there. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. so you'll go after an acorn because you believe there's an oak tree. Oh, I was going to yeah. say You know that. what I'm saying? Yes, because the seed, yeah. it, you, in the beginning, it looks like nothing. Yeah, yeah. It looks like nothing, yeah. and it has to. 
I mean, it's it, you got. I don't like. I always talk when I talk to drug dealers or people like that. Mm -hmm. I go, look, it has to be. When, when when you're going after this thing, you trust. You we already know how to do these things. I truly believe that from the foundation, God would not make somebody like the the manufacturer of a car is going to make manufacture something with everything it needs yeah. to accomplish what mm -hmm. it needs to do. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're going to show up to the dealership across the street yeah. and there's going to be a car there that looks really nice and it's going to be missing a motor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's n why would you do that? That yeah. would not that would not even make sense. Yeah. So I've thought often like. God made us from the foundations of the earth. We're sons and daughters. You're made in his image whether you want to be or not. With yeah. his DNA. Yeah. Whether you want to be or not. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, mm -hmm. like you could be like, well, I don't want to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still in you. Still I mean, are. he made you. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like yeah. his glory is intrinsic. Intrinsic. Mm. Not ascribed. In other words, ascribed glory is kind of like when you give the, the coat to a, like a judge and you've ascribed glory. God, God's glory is intrinsic. And meaning, intrinsic, yeah. intrinsic, meaning that he is like, like the sun. It's hot whether you want it to be yeah, or not. You can't take you that can't away. You so can't you change. can't change that. And that's a powerful thing mm -hmm. because even in the book, like I, I didn't put this there, but when you think of Dorothy, which I think is kind of some of the direction I'm heading with, but the Sunday, but when you think of Dorothy, and you think she is she is destined to get the answer from the great and powerful art. Like it wouldn't matter. She went through everything. <laughs> he went yeah. through the deep voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went through and think about it. Like it wasn't like somewhere in the middle of the journey. She started going, mm, mm. answer ain't there. No. It didn't matter what she went through, she was gonna make it. And mm. she was gonna she they didn't walk off. They sat crying mm -hmm. in front of the door mm -hmm. to the point where mm he opened mm -hmm. and all he gave them was an answer of something they already had already had yep. because the pool though check this out because Come the on. pool the pool for where she was going or what she was chasing after had nothing to do with where she was because she was going after an answer of how to get home mm. she wasn't going for an answer of how to live in sure. the Emerald City she wanted to get home mm -hmm. and I think that has to be the pool for us that we have to have eternal. an eternal perspective yes. that we are we are running after God not because of what we so he can good. do for us here but because we have we have a home in heaven mm -hmm. that we're trying to get to I know I can speak for everyone you know here that this book is really life changing it yep. has been oh, you know powerful beyond measures <clears throat> even even knowing pastor for so long you know mm -hmm. just reading the book has just been a whole other perspective on unlocking the promises so i just want to thank you so oh, much for, you so for much. being thank the you. good steward the faithful person to complete yeah. it and i can't wait for everyone to read it and yeah. to share you know their experience and their yeah. journey through it as well you know and the whole i mean you, just to leave you with this thought remember it it, it was all about the shoes so mm -hmm. you, you, you can't even start the journey without accepting Jesus yeah. Christ, as you're oh, allowed to say. Yeah, that's good. That's you, good. I mean, you yeah. can't. There, there's, mm -hmm. You said it in your head. Yeah. Like, it's red. Mm -hmm. It's not the red, yeah. yellow yeah, came blood. from the yeah. red. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you're out there and you don't have that relationship, man, you know, I'm going to pray for you real quick. Heavenly Father, I just pray that whoever is listening, no matter where they are, they would learn to accept that no matter, apart from you, they can do nothing. Mm -hmm. Let that be a realization in their heart uh, and in their soul, and may they accept the very words uh, that they need to help them begin the journey as you order their steps on their road and their path. 
Thank you all for tuning in to This Is Real. Be sure to watch us on YouTube at This Is Real with Juan Martinez. And if you're looking for a home church, be sure to visit us at www.getwrap.tv for all of the information or write us at PO Box 671-626, Houston, Texas 77267. And we want to thank all of our partners for making this show possible by showing love and support. And if you would like to partner with us, be sure to visit juanmartinez.tv. Coming up, we've got our heavy hitter of the week, and this week's heavy hitter is Champion by Maverick City Music and Upper Room featuring Brandon Lake, Mary Ann J. George. Enjoy. And that's a wrap. Places. Yeah.